Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Okay, girls, is this true? I have the things you're thinking before your date. Okay, now you got to go back a little <laughs> bit there, Tori, and just think about uh, the way, what you used to do before a date. I still have a date that confuses me to this day, so I'm hoping this will help me understand it. <laughs> okay. But I went out with a girl. She showed up. She told me that she had bought new leather pants just for the date. Oh, and I was like, well, she must be pretty into me and yeah, all. Yeah. And then it ended up going nowhere fast. Oh. So I'm curious to know what actually was going through her mind. Okay, so they say first thing is indifference boring on mild excitement is what they're thinking. So indifference, That's the reason right there. Yeah? Mild <laughs> excitement. <laughs> uh, indifference because past experience tells her that she can't let herself go and get too excited. But she's a little excited because this could be the one. Right. Wow. Yeah. I feel like I always had a tinge of regret. It was like before I even got there, I was like, why am I doing this? It's just nerve wracking. I don't like it. I need to cancel. But you have to go out to find your man. But why, why did can't you he feel just, that way? Why can't the dream man just come into my house and be like, I'm your dream man? Mm-hmm. I don't well, want to go somewhere. You probably have arrested. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> now, did you feel that way before you uh, went on your first date with your husband? Well, I knew him before, so it wasn't that anxiety of oh, meeting for the first time. And that's always a good thing. Yeah. Get to know someone first, be friends, and then... Yeah. Why were you so negative about it? Yeah. It's just nerve-wracking. It's kind of like what uh, Hawk was saying. It, mm-hmm. Thinking about it, going into it, you're like, ugh, why? Okay, this is what I try to teach people all the time whenever they don't ask for my advice, but I give it anyway. <laughs> and that is to treat the date like they're interviewing for the position of your friend, boyfriend or girlfriend, mm-hmm. not worrying about the other side of that picture. Which is good yeah. advice. It is. Mm-hmm. It's like, go ahead and just go in confident that I'm going to see if this guy is good enough or not so you go there you're sitting across the table and you're like sell me this pen and you hand him the uh ink pen going <laughs> <laughs> for it like it's an interview well you, uh, i wouldn't go that job oriented <laughs> what do you see yourself in five years yeah what are your goals and ambitions yeah. do you see yourself with me <laughs> okay they also say hesitation about how the date's going to go so mm-hmm. that kind of correlates with the indifference boarding on excitement also, something she's thinking before the date, what, uh, what is her exit strategy? Like, what if the date's not going so well? See, this is all negative. You've got yeah. to think positive. Mm-hmm. But he could be a creep, Tom. <laughs> but that's fine. You deal with that when you get there. But, but you should be going in with the attitude of this is going to be awesome. I, I kind of agree with you. You want to speak life into your date and say, okay, you I, know what? I, this is going to go well. I don't want to bring someone back from the dead. But... <laughs> 
You do have to have a plan B in case this is a creepy person, especially if it's an online date. I love that Tom is the positive one right I know. now. <laughs> it's a good switch. I like this look on you, Tom. Something is wrong here. No, I've been saying this for years. But the girls are looking for an exit strategy, okay? Uh, also, this is something she's thinking before the date. She feels bloaty, pudgy, ugly, and she has nothing to wear. You have that one dress that you're like, this is the dress I'm going to wear, and you plan it all day long, and then you try it on, and you're like, oh, oh this is not uh, the body yeah. I planned on putting in. And why do we do that? We wait till the last minute to try it on. Because like I, for Easter Sunday, I yeah. was like, oh, I'm going to get you know dressed up for church, and then I go in there, and none of the stuff I thought I was going to wear would fit. Tell me about it. I started out with like a flowy, cute dress, and after mm-hmm, Easter too. lunch, that thing was body color. It was such a <laughs> Okay. Well, that is what they're thinking. Like, you know, they can't find anything to wear. I was uh, eating the other night, and it's so funny. These ladies had to be 75. And I look Were over. single, rich? No, 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 no. <laughs> oh. I don't think so, Kato. Okay. But uh, they're looking, I mean, like I said, 75. And, and one of them skinny, but she had a little pooch, and she's squeezing her pooch right there. And she's just like wiggling it to the other one, going, "I got, I just got to lose this." <laughs> and I'm thinking, "Okay, you're 75. Let it go at that point." Oh yeah, my mom still goes to the to the gym. Yeah, about three times, three or four times. And a she's week. a granny. Yeah. yeah, good for her. She needs to take me because I've been slacking. But there's always that piece of pie you got to have after, <laughs> after you eat. You know. <laughs> and then finally, they say what she is thinking before the date. Where's my wine? Need my wine. I'm going to loosen up a little bit if I can laugh more at his jokes if I have just a glass of wine. Pre-game. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> Always pre-game. Yeah. No matter where I go, church, mm-hmm. school, church, work. It's communion. It's allowed. <laughs> communion. I like that. It's not, it's not communion if you're pre-gaming it. He's <laughs> just getting ready. <laughs> you're not communing with anyone. Well, Tom, I think you had a lot of great advice Thank here. Thank you. And if you could be a little bit more encouraging... Throughout yes. the day, it'd be great too. Be, hey, the next time we don't want your advice, let us know. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Kato, you're being a little bit more negative today. Okay? <laughs> I can't figure it out. It's a bizarre world here on the Hawk and Tom Show. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B ninety three point seven. Hawk and I have a rule that has worked very well for us. Occasionally, we will lose our way and get into arguments, but for the most part, this has saved us a lot of discussions that would have ended badly. Our rule is, you ruin your kids your way, and I'll ruin my kids my way. Yeah. In other words, don't tell me what I'm doing wrong, or else I'll tell you what you're doing wrong, and you don't want to hear that. (laughs) And that's kind of true for everybody, because everyone thinks they're killing it, and everyone else is not, and meanwhile, they got a list of reasons that you're not doing so good. I always wonder if every parent really thinks they're killing it. I don't think so. See, you got to think. Some parents are like, oh, we messed up somewhere. I don't think I've ever prayed so much since I've had kids. Well, I definitely (laughs) pray a lot, but I also think I'm doing a decent job. I'm like, Lord, I don't have a clue here. <laughs> you just intervene. Send a couple of angels right now. I'm about to kill this kid. <laughs> in no way has it been complete smooth sailing or perfection, but overall, I've felt good about what we've accomplished so far. And I think both of you have really good kids, so you're doing something right. How would you right. know? You really haven't seen our kids that much. I'm trying to be positive. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what, what she's heard about them through us. Yeah, right. Based, yeah. based on what you say about yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we think they're great. So um, anyway, it turns out that there's a lot of parents out there doing some pretty weird stuff. And I think it's safe to say you could judge these people. 
But these are a list of things that kids said, or adults now in many cases, said their parents did and made rules for them when they were younger. And some of them make you truly worried about, well, the positive side is people are apparently very resilient. Mm -hmm. They can handle some pretty bad parenting skills. Well, they always say kids are. Yeah, well, they need to be. One um, mother out there said the kids were not allowed to use the word fart. They had to call them fluffs. Okay, I, I was not allowed to use the F word. I don't think I was either. My well, mom and dad. I wasn't allowed to use the F word, but we were allowed to say fart. Well, that's the F, F word. F word. Yeah. Oh, wow. My family. <laughs> Starts with F. Yeah, we could say, yeah, you know, poot, toot. And, and that those kind of things, but we could not say that word. Rootin' tootin' pootin'. Yeah, so you were allowed to say that? Yeah, fart mm. was considered to be a mm. funny word, not a dirty word in it our just family. It sounds dirty, I'm sorry. It's just tacky. Really? It's just tacky. Yeah, tacky. <laughs> Maybe that's to me, right. it's just funny. It's I a mean, kid word. If you want to be upscale, say toot. Yeah. You know, or I passed wind. Like a lady. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is really weird. One kid's mom thought drinking more than one glass of water a day would dilute the nutrients in their body. So after their one glass of water, they were only allowed to have soda. What? That's weird. That's <laughs> very strange. I know, right? Yeah. Uh, another guy said his parents enforced his bedtime even when he was in his 20s. He was at a friend's house for his 21st birthday to spend the night, and he had to call his dad at 8 p.m. and tell him he was going to bed. That's wild. Even though wow. he wasn't really. Yeah. Hmm. That's like what parent thinks that it's normal or reasonable to have a 21-year-old or 20-year-old have to go to bed at 8 and really thinks the kid's doing that. Imagine when he eventually has kids and he's like, well, Grandma said I got to go to bed. And the kids are like, but we're staying up. He's like, no, rules are enforced. That's weird. Okay, this kid's very religious parents wouldn't let him watch SpongeBob SquarePants because they thought that the holes in SpongeBob's body would induce impure thoughts. Oh, my. That's weird. In reality, they just found SpongeBob annoying. <laughs> now, that could be See? true. Because <laughs> yeah. I didn't let my kids watch SpongeBob, but it had nothing to do with lustful thoughts. I just couldn't stand him. I love SpongeBob. I know. <laughs> and Patrick. <laughs> All right. Squidward. <laughs> no, Tom Squidward. Um, so this is oh, odd. That's good. That was a good <laughs> <good. laughs> he, he wasn't doing an imitation at it. Yeah, that was I never am. <laughs> um, a kid's grandfather would not let them finish their leftover cereal milk by drinking it from the bowl. He made them finish it off spoonful by spoonful. Wow. Why? I don't know, but at least he got to drink it. It's the ones that don't drink that milk that are weird. Yeah. And maybe it's because he didn't want to hear. <laughs> I mean, it's for a brief it. second, though. They're going to drink it, and it's gone. That slurping, I think, would be more from doing spoonful after spoonful. Well, I mean, why would he do that? It doesn't even make sense. It doesn't, does it's it? It's like, you know, you drink the whole bowl is the way you do it. All right, here's mm -hmm. a fun one. A couple kept a running tab of all the money they spent on their kids for the first 18 years of their life. Food, clothes, sports equipment, and they told the kids they would have to pay them back. But then when they graduated, they cleared the tab and called it their graduation gift. Oh, well. well that's that some nice. cheapos. <laughs> <laughs> that's a big graduation yeah, gift. exactly. It says, like, to raise kids is like $300,000 per kid. Wow. You pay extra. I'm pretty sure we got off cheaper than that. Yeah. <laughs> um, a couple, let's see here. Uh, a mom said that used Kleenex had to be flushed. It could not go in the trash. That's like the opposite of what you're supposed to do with Kleenex. Um, 
Kleenex is not made to flush. Right. And why would she need them to flush it instead of putting it in the trash? She didn't want to look at those buggies. Well, you know, I, we have the non-wipe, you know, Pampers, like, and we have certain rules in that area at our house. The non-wipe well, Pampers? The, the non-flushable Pampers kind of wipes at our house. Oh. So we have like a, like a waste. Why? Uh, they feel so good. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm actually confused. What are you saying exactly? So the little pamper was wipes, okay, for babies. baby wipes. We yeah. use those for after we go to the restroom. And then you have to throw them in the trash. Well, the flushables are so thin. Yeah. Well, we throw them in a uh, like a grocery bag. Oh my God! Yeah. You gonna have his name? I'm writing that one down yeah. right yeah. now. Right on that list. <laughs> Add to the list. Yeah. All right. And it's uh, a diaper wipe after you go. Finally, one girl's mom took the "don't swim after eating" rule, which used to be a thing. They used to say you shouldn't swim for thirty to forty-five minutes after eating because you would get cramps and drown. Yeah. Well, her mom took it to the extreme. She also had to wait at least 30 minutes before she was allowed to take a bath. She didn't realize this was weird until she became an adult and other people told her. Don't you think parents just say that because they're not ready to swim or give the kid a bath yet? It's like, oh, just be. you can't Maybe. swim. You're going to get cramps. Just go go lay out because we're still eating. But they here. doubled down on it for that many years. Yeah. If you're getting cramps going to the bath, that, that's a, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> like because, pirate ships. Yeah. What are you washing? Yeah. <laughs> well, I think the idea was somehow that the food was your body couldn't digest food and keep you afloat at the same time. I know that. Which, looking back on, is so stupid, though. Yeah, yeah, but it is always fun to hold your breath in the bathtub to see if you float up to the top. Yeah. No? <laughs> yeah, me either. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Well, 37% of us have dated a co-worker, and a large portion of those folks have actually gotten married to that co-worker. Who is it? Not here. Oh. <laughs> Not right now. I'm just talking about in general. Wow. Big survey across America. What do you mean by date? Define dating. Yeah. You know, making saying... out after a party, a Christmas party or something. <laughs> is that dating? Because you, you didn't mention it again after that. You I know, feel like I... that still counts. You you made out with Donna, one of our, our bosses. I did not. You? She made out with me. <laughs> you made out with Donna? She, she caught me by surprise. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> She tried to catch me by surprise, but I got away. That was that was in a camper, wasn't it? No, it was in my apartment. Does she still work here? No, no, no. no. Does she still live here? Could she hear her name? Probably not. I'm not sure where she lives. She lived (laughs) out of an RV. (laughs) Say, last time we knew she was living in an RV in uh, Mount Paris Mountain. Yeah, right. You surprised me before, though, Cato, because you know what? At Would Christmas you? parties, I've seen. Yeah, <laughs> he surprised me too. Y'all. He surprised himself. So uh, let's take a look at this real quick. Um, if there's a guy, let's say in accounting, who smells like cheese, got some greasy hair and a little pot belly, and he's starting to look half decent to you, ladies, because you're hungry <laughs> <laughs> or drunk. Yeah. Uh, see if he fits into these categories first before you date him, because I have the things that make a coworker undateable. Okay. All right. So, I want to think. I, I, I want to say that Donna the kissing incident was not a date, Cato. <laughs> no, I mean really, it yeah. was like uh, we were meeting for promotions and stuff at the radio station <laughs> wow. and had dinner at my house, which uh-huh. you know probably 
through a little, you know, made her yeah, think yeah. something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It wasn't a date, but it might have been a brief romance. <laughs> <laughs> seconds. All right. So bad romance. Seconds. That, I shouldn't have given that glass bottle of wine. Yeah, Lady Gaga wrote a song about that one. All right. <laughs> things that make a coworker undateable, they don't work on a consistent basis, meaning they only work part time. So they're probably broke. 39% said it makes someone undateable. Okay. That's yeah. just gold diggers. Well, it could be, but also, you know, you don't see them a lot. It's like every so often. If they're late every day to work, too, yeah. they'll be like, nah, I'm not dating material. I guess Kate and I won't be dating. Yeah, because you, you know that person's going to be late all the time, so you got to yeah. just expect it. And if you're a person that's not a late person, I'm you not, can't deal with that, mm-hmm. then you know right off the bat. I mean, here I'm late. Yeah. Okay. Well, I was talking about me. Things that make a coworker undateable, they've already dated someone in the office. 25% of the people said that. Why would that matter? Uh, Are you going to exclude yourself from potentially a good person because they happen to have dated someone else before you? Next. (laughs) (laughs) But there's nothing like breaking up with somebody that you've been dating at the office and you see them the next day, I mean, and you pass them in the hall. It's just that awkward moment. Like, what do you say? Yeah, that's its own thing. That's not the same as the dated someone else. Like dating someone else before you. Well, but it, it it it's still in the same vicinity because yeah. you, you don't you see that person and then all of a sudden, hey, where are you going? I'm going to go see Angie. The down. next cubicle over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine how good that uh, water cooler gossip's going to be, though. Oh, wow. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, my cup be runneth over. And you got you know three or four different cubicles you've dated and it didn't work yeah. out. Then you become the pathetic guy at work. It's yeah. like ah, oh, you know, there's something wrong with him, possibly. I don't know. I think yeah. you're the stud at that point. If you dated half of the sales staff down in the cubicles. Yeah, but they probably don't have good things to say about you after you left. Oh, that's probably true. Those cubicles are kind of like horse stalls, aren't they? <laughs> wow. Don't beat them, though. <laughs> I don't think you have to worry about ever dating any of them. They have to uh, travel for work a lot. 21% of the people said that. That's the reason they're undateable. Like mm-hmm. they're gone all the time. Yeah. So you just see them rarely. So you can't really develop the relationship a lot. Oh. Okay. Yeah, like sometimes that could be a plus depending yeah. on the person. Okay. They work nights. 8% of the people said that. So you're on different shifts. Like yeah. You go in and maybe you kiss them. Right before they clock in and oh. you're clocking out. <laughs> I mean, that could last a long time. Not, not yeah. seeing each other. And they have to work weekends, which is also another reason they say not to date them, because you can't spend time developing the relationship as well. Well, unless you work in a restaurant together. I mean, you're going to be working weekends. Yeah. Okay. John and I met at a restaurant and eventually got married. It can work. Yeah, I feel like those are just reasons why any relationship might not go well. It doesn't matter whether they're a coworker or not. I'm just kind of curious what restaurant was it you and John worked at? I know. It was this super fancy Italian restaurant? Olive Garden. Yes. <laughs> she told us that. <laughs> I yeah. paid attention, Tori. Thank you, Tom. It was funny because so we actually opened an Olive Garden together, and they told us on the first day, look to your left, look to your right. Two of you will get married. And I remember going, no, oh. I'm not. Here I am. Wow. Oh, that's yep. cool. Yeah. Okay. Well, so they actually encourage dating among employees at Olive Garden. Apparently, it's a thing. It is a thing that the OG employees end up getting married. Did you guys smell like the breadsticks after your shifts were over when you were kissing? He smelled so good. <laughs> a garlic hint. <laughs> Unlimited. It's the butter. <laughs> it's kind of weird. Mm. All right. Too much information. I will say this to wrap things up uh, as far as dating at work. Here are some of the situations that lead to a kiss, Kato. 
happy hour. Yeah. Staying late in the office. Oh, that's happened. Having lunch together. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> and running to each other outside of work. Wow. Yeah. Running running into each yeah, other? Running into oh, each other. Okay. At happy hour. <laughs> and I will say this has been years ago. There's no one currently in the building. Well, I don't think so. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, comer- it's time for uh, okay, no. <laughs> I want to so, hear that story. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. I found this to be very odd because it's the exact opposite of my life. But a study says that women are more likely to wish they could spend a day doing nothing than men. But men are more likely to get a day where they don't have to do nothing. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Now, this is, is the opposite of my house. If I get home from work and I ask my wife how her day went and she says, oh, I sat around the house and didn't do anything all the morning. That's a bad thing. She'll be miserable. But if she says, oh, my day was super productive, I know she's in a good mood. That's the opposite of me. Well, I think that your wife's not typical in that area. I don't know. I agree with her. I have days where on the weekends I'm like, I'm not doing anything. Don't ask me for nothing. I ain't moving. And then by noon I'm bored and I'm running errands. See, I think most moms out there are like five kids and they're trying to, you know, keep schedules at school and going to, you know, some guitar lessons and tennis lessons, and then their day's chaotic. And they're like, just one day. One day yeah. where I don't have to do nothing. My friends, uh, they'll like, uh, for their birthday, they'll tell their husbands, I'm going to a hotel for the weekend <laughs> for my birthday. Wow. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you where I'm at. Wow. Kids are staying with you. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. that's what they want. They want that one well, weekend, I should say. It's like a hostage situation, but she's the hostage <laughs> and the kidnapper. Yeah. She's like, don't come find no, me. I'd be a little worried about that. That's funny. Why? Even. She wants a hotel room and you can't know where she's at. Well, I was just saying that. Part, her private. Well, so, yeah, I'll wait from the family. Even my mama, you know, she's a granny and she's like, you you know what? I'm just today. I ain't gonna do nothing. I'm gonna take my bra off and not do one thing. Mm-mm. And then she's like you though, Tori. About you know twelve <laughs> o'clock, she's like she feels guilty, but that she's not doing anything. Like should I clean up or do something? And she goes runs errands. She leaves that bra off, doesn't she? Well, she actually cleans up the house. Oh, yeah. See, sometimes but she I'm does like, leave oh. the bra off. <laughs> yeah, you just can't with the bras on the weekend. Well, no, that helps with the cleaning sometimes. <laughs> dusting off that countertop. <laughs> I was going to say the floors, but I'm sorry. <laughs> she is a granny, hey, but she listens. I'm sorry, Mom. Uh, you know oh, it must I'm be thinking. a nice problem to have. <laughs> well, 33% or one out of three women say the idea of doing nothing sounds great to them, but only one out of four men say that, which is bizarre to me because I think men are far more likely to enjoy a day than it's sitting around doing nothing. But I think, like you said earlier, guys do that. They get to go upstairs and play video games while yeah. she's taking care of the kids. Oh, like yeah, they, you, yeah. and, and a lot of times the wife will say, hey, you know, you go, you've been working all week. You what? Go. That's rare that a woman enjoys or lets no. a man enjoy watching a video game. Well, a movie or something. I mean, I, I think there's some women out there. Like, even Jamie, she encourages you to go play video games, no, don't she? No, she glares at me if she hadn't had Botox whenever I bring one home. Really? Hmm. Yeah, if it gets you out of her hair for a minute. There have been times where I've told my husband, I'm like, go watch a movie. Shoot. <laughs> go do something. <laughs> See, that's the thing, too. I'll be doing something like playing a video game, and my wife will keep walking by doing things like carrying 
shelves and books and things out of the closet. She's cleaning (laughs) or something. You're like, can you keep it down? I'm like, it's so distracting because it's like this huge guilt trip on you. Sure. I was told I could take the day and relax, but meanwhile, she's like putting up the Christmas decorations or putting out the Easter decorations or Halloween or something. Does it make you feel guilty or mad? Both. (laughs) Because I'll sit on my couch and my street is just full of People jogging, right. bicycles riding by, pushing strollers, and yeah. people walking. And I have to close the blinds. Mm-hmm. It makes me mad. It's distracting. It makes you tense and uptight. Yes. Yeah. Yesterday, I was walking my dog, panting, going up a hill, and this jogger comes by, not even breaking a sweat. I'm like, get out of here. Yeah. Oh, when you're outside, though, you can't really. Honestly, yeah. and that was enough. That was plenty. <laughs> if you're touching grass, you're getting out. See, there's a lot of guys. Well, that, I don't know. It's open since weekends. <laughs> if you're touching grass because you've been drinking too much, it's a different problem. Or you've been rolling it up. Uh, yeah. What? Well, I don't know. In my experience, my wife is far more likely to not enjoy a day of doing nothing and I'm far, my, far more likely to like it if I'm not shamed. Of course, I don't have much to say. I live by myself, but I don't feel guilty when it's raining. It's when it's nice oh, and yeah. sunny, yeah. and I'm walking around the house just relaxing, and I'm like, I've, I need to get out. It's such a nice, I should do yard that work. That stems from when you were a kid, and your mom's like, it's too nice for you to be inside yeah. playing. You get outside <laughs> yeah. and go play. And so you carry that guilt with you your whole life. Yeah, but see, but for me, the going outside and playing is sitting out at Universal Joint on the patio having drinks. <laughs> <laughs> it's outside. That's a different kind and of playing. you're playing. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I think you should embrace it. I do. Mm, well. It's a shame that our moms put so much baggage on us. <laughs> <laughs> it's your fault, Mama. Take a break. <laughs> yeah, but thanks for cleaning those countertops. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. 
And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.